WVOW Local News, now. Today I am announcing a billion dollar broadband strategy. Governor Justice announced a $1 billion broadband expansion plan for around 200,000 West Virginia homes and businesses today. I'm Aaron Stone. According to a news release from Governor Justice's office, the plan will combine funding from federal, state, local governments, along with matching investments from private sector partners to accelerate the expansion of high-speed internet to underserved areas of the state. Absolutely, without any question, this is going to be the largest broadband investment that we've ever, ever made. Justice was joined by the members of the state legislature and the state's congressional delegation for today's announcement. Justice said the project will be funded through a pair of federal and state initiatives, including the Rural Digital Opportunity Fund through the Federal Communications Commission and the West Virginia Broadband Initiative that will be operated through the State Office of Broadband and Broadband Council using mostly federal pandemic relief money. $718 million in state and federal funding is expected to be allocated by fall next year. This is WVOW Logan. I'm Tanya Crum, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab, Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, Surgical Podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary, Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. The case of a fatal road rage shooting incident heads to the Mingo County Grand Jury. A Florida truck driver faces second-degree murder charges after shooting a Mingo County man who blocked his semi at a stoplight. According to eyewitness accounts, 51-year-old Eric Sammons of Mingo County got out of his vehicle and was screaming at 66-year-old James Armstrong. Sammons reportedly stepped up on the running board of Armstrong's semi to open the door when Armstrong shot and subsequently killed Sammons. Armstrong pleads self-defense. In a magistrate court hearing Thursday in Mingo County, a magistrate said there is probable cause to send this case to the Mingo County Grand Jury. Question in play would be if Armstrong's action were in self-defense if his semi-truck with a sleeper would qualify as protection under the Castle Doctrine. This doctrine states that someone has the right to protect their home, or in this case, their semi, with deadly force if there is a reasonable belief that the person is in immediate danger of death or major injury. Both chambers of the West Virginia Legislature approved congressional maps that splits the state into two districts, one district to the north one to the south. The House voted 84 to 12 in favor of the map. Four delegates did not vote. All three U.S. representatives announced their intentions to run for re-election in the 2022 midterms Thursday afternoon. Congressman Alex Mooney and David McKinley are set for a primary face-off on a Republican ticket in the Northern District 2. Congresswoman Carol Miller would seek election in the 1st District in the South. The state Senate approved the map on Wednesday with a vote of 30 to 2. The bill now moves to the governor's desk for his signature. And tonight, the Chapmanville Tigers will host the Wayne Pioneers at Tiger Stadium in Chapmanville. Kickoff is set for 7 o'clock with WVOW's coverage beginning at 6.50. The game will be broadcasted on WVOW Radio and will be available online at ChapmanvilleTigers.tv. Now, the Logan Wildcats are on the road at Polka. That game will also be broadcast online at LoganWildcats.tv beginning at 6.30. The Man Hillbillies on the road this evening at Independence. 
Mingo Central will play <clears throat> Mingo Central will play Shady Spring. Tug Valley will take on Mount View. Scott will match up against Liberty. Sherman plays Van. Point Pleasant goes against Wyoming East. Lincoln County will kick off against Clay County. Elkins plays Lincoln. Sissonville will take on Winfield and Buffalo versus Tulsa. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. It's hot. Temperatures in the low to mid-80s, then showers and storms become likely. Some of those could be a little gusty. That's very late at night. That's the first half of Saturday as well. Then those showers depart to the east in the afternoon, turning partly cloudy. And we'll be looking at the difference here between 80s today, mid-60s Saturday. And by Saturday night, we're clearing out and heading into the low 40s. Big changes in store. On 13 News, Chief Meteorologist Spencer Adkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. Your voice, news, sports, weather, politics, the latest information. First, WVOW and WVOWradio.com.